This is Unclaimed Bands, episode 31. Hey music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and tonight I'm here with Midnight Mob. We're recording live from the legendary Dobbs on 304 South Street in Philadelphia, PA. I want to welcome you all. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) All right, what I'd like to do is if you guys could just introduce yourselves. Uh, I'm Spider, I'm Rhythm Guitar. Uh, Mickey Squeeze, I do lead guitar. Blackie Death <laughs> Vocals. You don't seem to be taking the death thing very seriously right now. <laughs> well, you know, I know you guys have been asked this a million times because I've read some of the interviews, but I gotta gotta start with anybody who hasn't heard. So how did you guys all get together? Oh. Ooh, you, you, want, you want me to take it? I can run through it. Really I get, yeah, quick. I guess yeah. I guess you start. Get it's the stopwatch, really let's that. go. Okay. Alright, so I was teaching drum lessons at a store where Mickey Squeeze was giving guitar lessons. Uh, Black Death Proof was taking guitar lessons from Mickey Squeeze. Hey. But um, on the side, I happened to be dating her best friend, and that's how I knew her other than that. Carly Quinn, I was walking around my college campus, and I was like, does anyone know a bass player? And someone randomly was just like, I know this girl. She goes to Oneana, but she's coming back. That's how we got her. And then Spider came up to me in a bar on Long Island, and was like, oh, I really like you guys. I actually failed one of my tests because I discovered you while I was in the middle of a college final and I ran home to, to rock it out to you guys. <laughs> do you need a guitar player? I said, well, as a matter of fact, we do. And uh, that's how we all met. And then coincidentally, later on, when we finished our EP, the girl he was dating that was her best friend ended up on the cover of it. Without her knowledge. Without her knowledge or us really knowing it was her the initially. The drew the picture didn't even know her. She was from Indiana and wow. found this girl on a website doing, like, website picture things. Model stuff. stuff. And right. then we ended up picking the picture. And then later on, we were like, is that Lauren? <laughs> and the answer was yes. And then she got really mad that we started using her image as the cover to the first image. And now she doesn't talk to us anymore, but we paid for the image, so. Yeah, so screw her. So this is is a whole little six degrees of Midnight Mob. Yeah, 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 Midnight Mob, Kevin Bacon style stuff, yeah. I like Only a little bit better than Mm, the Bacon ones, right? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I uh, understand you guys, you're working on a new EP, right? Mm -hmm. When do you, uh, what can you tell us about it? When do you expect it out? Originally, we were thinking like mid-March, yeah, <laughs> and um, we're taking a little bit more time with it. So I think April, end of, in, end of April, April would be, you know, we're not going to rush it. Okay. You know, we're doing a lot of interesting stuff with it. We're doing an acoustic track on it, and a lot of people are just like, what would an acoustic track be from you guys? That's interesting. It sounds so. whimsical. Yeah, it sounds really good. We're really, really happy you be, with it. Like, you could open your mind and away float down to a stream. foreign land. You know, yeah. I'm gonna do that. What's in your tea? That's what I want to do. Kombucha. She is. She is. She is the girl of containers with the weird colored liquids. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And her answer is organic or something. Herbal. Well, gluten free. Gluten Gluten free. Of course, gluten free. Yeah. I have an allergy. (laughs) I got (laughs) out from drinking all that coffee. I've I've used that. You know, with your first EP and now this one, how did you uh, how did you approach recording this one that you think is different from the first one? Oh man, um, I think just our uh, musicianship has our skills have just there's more chemistry. Well, I guess yeah. we were more well rounded when with, the second one came yeah. out. Well, we I knew how the whole process went down, and there was, was a lot more focus on writing songs too, and not just yeah. kicking yeah. out yeah. like jams and then getting them down. It was on actually writing. 
you know, and composing a, a song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Sp- Spider wasn't like around job. either for the first uh, one. Okay. Um, her singing has been much more consistent oh, this man, time around. Right. Much better. So um, because of that, she was enabled to do a lot more when it came to recording. So uh, it, it sounds really, really good. Well, um, I, I mean, I can't so wait far. to hear it because I thought the first EP was great. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and actually it's funny because um, – and then we did All for Nothing, Walking Dead kind of stuff. And All for Nothing was meant to be more of, um, you know, more of the cheap trick type of, you know, singly type stuff. Radio friendly. Yeah, and – but um, okay. where the hell was but I yeah, going that? Cool. It rocked out and it was like, cool. What? <sighs> yeah, like I don't know. I lost it. Screw it and he um, – Took he started uh, recording some of our our more experimental stuff too. He's like, you know, what? why what? not? All right. <laughs> I don't re- I don't recall ever experimenting. Yeah. Well, Dave wasn't gonna. Oh record wait, no. Him. Now I know. He was okay. gonna record. Okay. Uh... So all for nothing was meant to be this nice shiny radio thing. Great. We all it went out, came out really well, and everything. But we also at the same time on the EP, we're doing like a seven minute opus. like opus. Of Mr. Holland's open back, yeah, yeah. back to where kind of like where we were jamming out. Um, a song called "Dying Alone" yeah, is going to be on it, which is like a crowd favorite for whenever we play it. Everyone's like, "What was that song?" And um, yeah, it's a seven-minute song, bluesy Danzig style. So you're going to get a little bit of everything. You get like from the very like radio-friendly type of thing, and also the very like Dark, raw, down and dirty, live-sounding type of stuff. So. Man, I, I really can't wait for May to get here. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> you know? I'm to see what it sounds like. You know, now <laughs> for for all of you, albums. for for all of you, uh, <laughs> oh, for for wow. <laughs> you know, now bad. one of the things I, I'd, I'd like to find out from you guys is <laughs> when you guys are writing a song, when you you know whether it's a piece of music or some lyrics. Uh, at what point? I mean, if you can describe it for me, is there ever that point where you just go? Like, what makes it like, yes, this is, oh, this is great. I mean, like, and you know it. You know what I mean? Like, and and I asked you because I saw the statement where you guys, like, you recorded some stuff and you went back and listened to it. And, you know, yeah, that was, was, like, in our first year, we did a lot of demos and it was just like, this isn't it. This is not right. Even though you spent a bunch of money, it just didn't work out. Um, I don't know. You just know when, uh, you you just know. I know. I know. Okay. Well, (laughs) Well, a lot of it has to do with, like, what you said when you when you saw us on the monitor and you're like, oh that looks cool, I need to go check it out. It looked cool because of the energy that we bring. Oh yeah. On stage and that's an important part in getting that out on the recordings and I think that's what a lot of our first recordings before we hooked up with uh, Dave Casiano from Betamax. A little shout out to him. <laughs> but uh, he what he was able to do was get us comfortable in the studio and be able to capture our our energy. So mm-hmm. even on a song like All for Nothing that's nice and polished. It still has what we bring when we play it on stage. It has that energy. It has that punk mentality. And that's the key to a good recording, at least for us, I think. And it's also from us playing with each other now. We're way more comfortable with each other as songwriters and performing the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just it, it fit very well. Okay. You know? Just you know, you just you just know if after after a while. You just know after a while. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like um, when we yeah. first started recording. I mean. We, like, immediately started recording, like, mm-hmm. as soon as we got together. So, I mean, a lot of that, you know, was just from us kind of being a young band, figuring out our sound. Uh-huh. What are we doing? It's a beer run. It's, it's okay. A, pit stop. Oh. We need a beer run. Get the pit crew going on. As long as we don't name brands, I don't have to pay nobody, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's for everybody. Fire you know, him. 
They take a lot of take a lot of <laughs> twenty push-ups. Twenty. Mm. He's apprenticing. Now I know from from talking to you before the interview, mm-hmm. uh, you guys are working on a cover of um, Electric Worry by Clutch. Yep. Woo! So can you tell me how how that came about? Like, why did you decide to choose I that song? I love Clutch. Yeah, a lot of us. Okay. Um, I mean, a lot of us were Clutch fans going into the band. Um, a lot of us came to know them while being in the band, and, you know, us talking about it and stuff. Wasn't it for a birthday? Uh, when we uh, first oh, did it live? Um, uh, I'm like, I'm a really, really big Clutch fan. They're one of my biggest influences. And um, we started playing with this band in Atlantic City, and they have kind of that vibe. The hard way. The hard the way, hard yes. Way. Great. Right. And, um, you know... When I was talking to them at the end, I was like, you guys have that kind of clutch vibe. And they were like, oh, my God, yes. That's exactly what we're going for. I love you. Um, so it was their birthday party. Like, um, it, was, uh, it was like the guitar a, player's was birthday. Mike, Mike, Mike. No, he's guitar player Mikey. now. Bass Mikey. player then. Um, Mike Murphy's birthday. And uh, we played it, and we surprised them with a clutch oh. cover. Yeah, and oh, uh, Jack, the singer came on stage and did the backing vocals to it and stuff. Are you going to be releasing it as a single? Oh, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. That's good, that's good. Just a little bonus for the fans. Nice, nice. Always good to give fans something Mm -hmm. other than what you're already doing. (laughs) So, you know, I I did want to ask you about the song, Mm -hmm. All for Nothing, and um, I was wondering if you could talk about it a little bit. Uh, It's got some, you know, some slightly deeper undertones about self-destructive behavior, but the music is very... uh, you know, very, you know, ver- just rocks. And, yeah. you know, did you guys intentionally do that to offset the, the, the lyrics in the song? or Because I could see this very, you know, listening to the lyrics, I could see it becoming a very, you know, ballady type of the, thing. Uh, the music came first to that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a rough demo from of that song uh, a couple of years ago, actually. And when Dave Caggiano got in touch with us uh, to do something more radio-friendly, I was like, all right, listen, I got a bunch of stuff. I gave him two CDs of old demo material that I just did on my own by myself. And I'm a huge Cheap Trick fan, one of my favorite bands, and I love that stuff and Social Distortion and all that. And so I gave it to him and he checked and he picked it out. He's like, I love that one. What is that? And it's like, oh, you know, I don't know. It was just something that I wanted to do eventually, but I didn't know where and when it would be done. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, we're going to do this one. And it was originally actually supposed to be recorded for um, uh, this guy, Shep, who worked at Universal Records. And Shep, uh, if he liked it, he would um, sign us to um, a deal, uh, a production deal? What was the Developmental. Developmental deal uh, for Universal's, where they would pay for additional recordings and see maybe, you know, if they liked it, they would get first dibs at signing us or whatever, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we recorded it. You know, this would be perfect time to do it. And then she did the lyrics on top of it after all the music was pretty much done. And I worked with her and Dave and kind of constructed it a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we tried a different type of songwriting process for this thing. And uh, she wrote all the words to it. And just Well, I mean, I think it's know, a great song. Yeah. I mean, I really do. Uh, I mean, as soon as I uh, saw that it came out, I like, Bought that right away. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, that's cool. Thank just just yeah. take your What were you going to say? No, I was just, thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you all have right. to say. All right. Hey, let's, uh, let's take a listen to one of your songs, okay? What are we going to hear first? We're going to hear the uh, first single off our uh, new EP that's coming up, uh, All for Nothing. All right. This is All for Nothing from Midnight Mob. 
You just heard All for Nothing from Midnight Mob. Yep. Where can people buy your music at? Where's it available? Man, so many places. iTunes, Everyone. Amazon, CD oh, Baby. Can we close their eyes? Yeah. You, Those are the three big. You can, <laughs> if you want to do it really easy, you just go to our website, and we have uh, a link to our iTunes, and we also have a link to our Merch Direct account. So you can go in there, you can buy the EP, the new EP, the singles, and some uh, other mob goodies. And like also that, at like CD Baby. CDBaby.com yeah, CD is Baby. another place. But the best place to really go buy everything, best place is you come to our show, yes. and we will personally give you one, and then say, you're awesome, uh-huh. and then, uh, and then yeah, then we drink, and then it's great. And Blackie bakes you yeah. a cookie. Yeah, you get yeah. beer, you get a, and then on your birthday, you get beer your cakes. Birthday, I'll, I'll come and make you a birthday beer cake. Gluten-free beer, beer cake. cake. It's not gluten-free. <laughs> <laughs> it should be gluten-free. It's also, your birthday's all, we'll get you beer cake. It's vegan accessible. She doesn't even bake us beer cakes for our birthdays. <laughs> no response. No response. <laughs> I love the people. Tight knit band. I can feel the love. So look, this is for all of you. What's the first CD or record you ever bought? Yeah, you gotta give me a couple of minutes on this one. Right. My first one was the uh, Eminem debut album. Believe it or not, <laughs> I believe it. I was Use Your Illusion too. Guns N' Roses. That was my first one. Cassette. Cassette. <laughs> I think mine was either um, with the Beatles or Hard Day's Night. Um, mine was like a Johnny Cash greatest hits type nice. of CD. I remember nice. that because it was on sale, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm 12 years old. I'm so broke. This is great." <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it was. Um, mine was a uh, Led Zeppelin too. Good, um, good. Yeah. My mom very was a big fan. Very collected. Yeah, just you know, I figured it's a little different than asking everybody who influences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, now, seen some of your videos, and uh, understand you work with uh, Jared uh, Bellucci, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. Bellucci? my man. On the video for all of nothing. Um, where did the concept come for that? I mean, after <laughs> hearing the song, seeing the video. That was that was Jared's doing. Uh, honestly, when I uh, when I wrote it, their lyrics, um, it didn't it didn't really have to do with you know, somebody cheating on me or, um, you know, kind of like a bad, I mean, it was a bad relationship, but not in that way. <clears throat> mm -hmm. It was, um, you know, it was like a substance abuse thing. Like a guy I dated, he, um, he was just kind of a wreck and I had to, I just couldn't deal with it anymore. But, um, he, <laughs> he had this this like wild concept of you know he, I was actually supposed to be beating on him more definitely making out with him more <laughs> Jared had this over the top Do, concept doing some other things yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like I'm, I'm mm. <laughs> just not that kind of girl no 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 we don't need the barn animals it's okay <laughs> you you laugh but that's pretty close to the actual concept just but saying. no he he was he was really great he um. Wonderful. He was so cool to work with. Um, really, really talented. Mm -hmm. Like directing wise. Oh, very outgoing. Good. Yeah. Very outgoing. He um he he really helped us out, and we would probably not be as far along if we didn't have someone like that kind of pushing, doing, <laughs> pushing. Sounds like, like bad libs. <laughs> Verb. Well, um, <laughs> the other videos that you have for uh, Perfect Crime and Overdrive, 
since you've done those and now the one for uh, off for, for nothing, do you, do you find uh, do you find it first off? Do you like doing them? Do you like doing the videos? And They're fun. You, videos yeah. are videos are fun. Uh, definitely two totally different experiences with uh, Overdrive and All for Nothing. Overdrive was total oh, yeah. low, low budget. Like we we paid for um, we paid for the generator, and we did it outside our rehearsal studio that we played like a block over. Industrial area. Yeah, industrial area. We, uh, Carly used to drive around before practice, and she found like this beat up bus that looked looked horrible. And she's like, "We should do a video here." So we checked it out. I'm like, "Oh, this is perfect." And we just basically went one night, and we all just like, "All right, let's set up the equipment." And then all the music was blasting out of my car, <laughs> and um, yeah, that was it, awful. yeah, it was awful. <laughs> I had four doors open in my like Toyota, and like I'm blasting the the music out, and we could barely he could barely hear it. He's playing drums, you know, so he hears the the crashes going on the whole time, and uh, it it was that. It, it was fun. It went to like early in the morning. You know, we started at like maybe eleven at night to like three in the morning. Kind it was of a two thing. day thing, also. Two day yeah, thing like cheap. And um, we did. Yeah, we did another location in Brooklyn, and then that was the end of that. All for nothing was different. We did it at a studio. Yeah, yeah, you can see. That. We did it at a studio, and it was, was like a twelve hour. Two day. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a two day. Like yeah, something like four fifteen hours maybe yeah, total. Jared's a monster. He did that with like one other guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who is hilarious, by the way. And um, Patrick. Patrick, oh. Patrick is a funny dude, but yeah, we did it in a studio, and then, but you know, it came out really, really good, and it was a lot of fun. It was a whole day, and it was like what ninety degrees out or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it was yeah. a, it was a hot day. Mm-hmm. And in addition, there was <laughs> the lights in the studio, and everything was a contributor to that heat. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure. There. I'm sure. That was horrible. Well, I mean, do you find that uh, since you've done now three videos, do you find that really uh, really helps you reach audience? that you, you wouldn't normally reach? I mean, do you find them beneficial that oh, way? definitely. Definitely, yeah. It helps a lot. Like, people want to spread the videos more on their own. So, like, there's a bunch of people who we're friends with on Facebook that just post them, you know, randomly. Or there's a bunch of, like, um, New York Indie Rocks and stuff like that, groups like that on Facebook, where I'll go to their page and all of a sudden I'll say, oh, they posted our video, like, three times in the last month. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even, they didn't tell us that they were doing that. And, that's really cool. So that opens you up to a big different thing. And Gary over here, I think. Hi, Gary. Uh, hey, Gary. I think hey, Gary. he uh, he found us. He was watching a, a Guns N' Roses video, and then the video for Overdrive popped up in the side. Like, if you like this, you might like this. And that's how he found us. So That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Well, you know, I'm going to change things up here and say, hey, let's, uh, let's talk about your live performances. I know that I saw you here, I guess, the first time you played at Dobbs, and I didn't even, didn't even know who you guys were or anything. And mm-hmm. I'm saying to anybody out there, you got to check this band out. I just saw them on the monitor. I'm like, i, I got to see this. I couldn't even hear you. <laughs> so, you know, uh, what should people – I mean, what do you want people to know who have never seen you before live? What do you want them to know about your live performance? It's fun. Just <laughs> get out and have a good time. <laughs> What would Dick Lawless say? What would Dick Lawless say? Oh, man. you got to give me a few minutes on that one. All right. (laughs) No, but I think, like, um, what a lot of people have said said to us. Well, you're thinking over there. No, he's good. He's Dick Lawless. Dick Lawless. Oh, hey, Dick Lawless. You just came Something to stick up your ass and you'd like it. Oh, my God. That's what Dick Lawless That's horrible. That's going to be used out of context. Yeah, that's bad, dude. Great. Wait, if we can try to seriously answer <laughs> this that question. This is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the kind of band I mean, that I wanted to Dick play. always does that. Uh, yeah, damn it. Mm. Dick. <laughs> right. A lot of people have said to us, 
you know, who have seen us is like, you know, we, we dress a certain way and, but it's, it's all like the mute, like it's real. The music is just how we, we are. And that comes across. And I think that's something that we're most proud about is it's genuine. It's, yeah, it's genuine. It's, there's nothing contrived about it. I mean, this is like when I hit the drums, I'm trying to literally beat the shit out of the drums because that's just you really want that's just what I really want to do, and I think we all kind He's of feel so the angry. same way. Yeah. <laughs> He's in therapy. It's his therapy back there. <laughs> he not screams in, things. Not in therapy anymore. <laughs> he closes his eyes and like just you know, things happen. He screams. Well, I mean, the way that I described it to people, Beautiful. I said, "You got to come check this band out." As I said. They left nothing on the stage. It was just done. I mean, you guys walked out and, uh, or you know what I mean? Like, you just knew that you gave it your all. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that was just really incredible. Like the Huns. Like the Huns? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tell of the Hun. You're Tell of the Hun. Very attractive. What? what? <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, a lot of our favorite bands were live bands. And I think, you know, seeing a lot of bands, like, currently – it's just not the same. Like I'm a huge Iron Maiden fan, and there's no way you could say like a lot of current bands live look like Iron Maiden. You know, it, that's just like they don't come out there and kick you in the that's face. That's ridiculous like it. with that no, full no. live it's show. It's like even Alice Cooper. Um, oh, great! You know, great and show. the full the live thing, and um, they're playing together. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's true. June. Yeah, we're looking, we're looking forward to that one. But uh, yeah, there's you know. two of my faves. All right, let's take another break here and uh, listen to another song. Carly, what are we going to hear? We're going to hear Walking Dead, and it's awesome. All right, this is Walking Dead by Midnight Mob.
You just heard Mi- Walking Dead by Midnight Mob. Yeah, walking, not The Walking Dead. That's a viral Something YouTube video. Wait, I didn't say that. Did no, oh, not, okay. but there's a Who walking. Yeah, I mean, gotcha. it's, it's, it's funny, though. You should go well, check it out. Caminando. Too. So if... if <laughs> <laughs> where, where can people keep in touch with you guys and find out what's going on? Facebook.com slash join the Midnight Mob. Uh-huh. Our, uh, Sal runs our Twitter. What's our Twitter account, Sal? Uh, Midnight Mob uh, 101. There All you right. Go. Facebook's the big one, though. We, we stay on top of Facebook. And you can just go to also just go to our website midnightmob.com and everything is linked through there. It has all our yeah. Now, don't you guys also have a fan bridge? Yes, fan bridge too. Um, yeah, which can be found on our midnightmob.com. Mm-hmm. We have uh, buttons at the bottom of the site, and you can just click on fan bridge, Reverb Nation, Sonic Bids. It'll redirect you. Twitter, MySpace, everything. You. You just anything click. you need is right there. Right, Excellent. you click it and you go there, and that's it. So. MidnightMob.com is where you have to go, and then you have everything. See, he knows. All right. That's what he wanted. (laughs) Did you know that? Well, you know, I know you guys have been real busy lately, um, especially with the touring and all that. One of the things I wanted to ask about is, uh, can you tell us a little about what is Red Gorilla Music Festival? What's going on there? Uh, Red Gorilla. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. I'm I'm asking you to educate people. That's so funny. I was waiting to see who was going to say it. Wait, is this a typo? No, no. no that's it's that's a music Gorilla. festival in uh, Austin, Texas. Red Gorilla, Red Gorilla actually started. I used oh, to work no. for a, for a really well, a company. Let's just say a company. But anyway, yeah. and I actually I, I dealt with Red Gorilla when they were first starting up. Uh, they've been for around for a while, and they're trying to they try to basically just take really good indie bands and bring them to the forefront. And uh, they hooked up with South by Southwest, uh, and there is an affiliation. We're not exactly sure what the affiliation is, but. You know, the festival goes on over the week that South by Southwest does. And, you know, basically same streets, same same bars, same clubs. And mm-hmm. it's basically, you know, it's a whole bunch of bands from all over the country. You know, they come down to, to network and play for industry people and other people, too, who just want to come down and check out new music. So that's oh. what Red Gorilla is. Okay. Well, I'm going to take a stab and ask again something different. But can you educate us a little on the uh, Breakers Bamboozle competition? What's that? Uh. Uh, yeah, so Bamboozle's going on in Asbury Park, New uh-huh. Jersey, this year, and uh, I think Bon Jovi's on it, and um, Foo Fighters, Foo Fighters. Right. yeah, so it's a huge bands on it, doing it, so basically what this whole Breakers contest is, is they have a contest in different uh, parts of, like, let's say the northeastern area, and you win, you get to go to Bamboozle, either play the side stage, or you play, if you win the whole thing, then you get to play the main stage. That's basically all it is. This is uh, a chance to play on the Bamboozle Festival. Gotcha. Battle of the Bands. Battle of the Bamboozle. Now, now people who aren't lucky enough to see you here tonight at Dobbs, I understand you're going to be touring uh, the Northeast between September and October? Yeah, uh, we hooked up with a book, booking agent uh, called President, Precedent Entertainment. Yeah, Precedent Entertainment. I think so. Wesley Harvey, actually, um, we, we've been speaking to this guy who uh, we met through Tinderbox, so any bands listening, Tinderbox who, is awesome. Who hooked us up with Red Gorilla? Yes, that's true, uh, and that's how we got okay. we got first it's dibs. All about we, yeah, they helped out and they really liked, you know, working with us and everything. So um yeah, so basically we just talked to the guy and he was really impressed with, you know, everything and he wanted to help us out. And he's being our booking agent. He's booking a northeastern uh thing for uh, for eight weeks, um mm-hmm. September, October. 
and we will have pro- we'll probably have the dates. Uh, he won't. I, th- I don't think he'll start booking until about June area, about June? Okay. May June. He'll start talking to people, and then we'll probably have all the dates in July. So anybody who goes to our website midnightmob.com, you can uh, check out all our dates. Uh, probably late July, and you know we'll probably be in the northeastern area, eight hour radius around New York City. All right, Kevin's, all right. yeah. Somewhere around so there. everybody knows where to go then and mm-hmm. check those dates out. Yeah. Well, you know, last question I got for you guys is, uh, so after the tour, after the EP and all that, where do you guys uh, think you're going to be going next? Another. On another tour and another where? EP. Yeah, we're just going to keep going around and around and around. and Like that Van Halen song? <laughs> we're going to be unchained. <laughs> And I'm get a new tattoo. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually. All right, you can shoot waka, me now. Waka waka waka. I'm sorry. Oh, just edit that out, please. Yeah, but now we're just gonna keep touring, keep playing, yeah. keep meeting new people, and um, we'll see what happens. You know, Excellent. hopefully you hook up on a big national tour or just keep something playing. like that. Yeah, it's cool. Playing. Cool. Well, look, I want to thank you for uh, taking your time to uh, sit down and talk with me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Sean. I had a lot uh, of fun. You know, hoping to see you guys again after tonight, a couple more times, you know? Definitely. All right. So, everybody, I just want to say thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you, Sean. Awesome. Rock. Rock. (laughs) Sausage and out. Swag and roll. Moms. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individual and in no way reflect the views of unclaimed bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.